Hi, this is Jimmy Harrison. And hey, with me is Drew. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you got okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. So you're going to say your own name. Yeah, my name is Drew Page. I'm already fucking up the intros. <laughs> and I have my co co host, Dottie, the Charcoal Lab. You can find her at Instagram with that handle, at Dottie, the Charcoal Lab, right beside uh, me, curled up. Uh, you acting like you're the only one that has a pet that has an Instagram. I've got okay, it's... <laughs> I've got Siwa the gray cat on Instagram called a cat named Siwa, and there's a bunch of underscores in there. I, there's like three or four. I'm not really sure. It's whatever. It's 2020. Everyone's pet has an Instagram. It's actually illegal for them not to. But I guess. Hey, guys, welcome to Red Light. I guess this is how we're starting. <laughs> um, this is a good example of our personalities and how our podcast will be in the rough early days because I can barely finish a sentence half the time or finish a thought. And then, um, you know, I say Red Light. So Red, <laughs> li- red Light. Welcome to to Red Light. And red light is a general discussion of whatever's on our minds at the time. So we may talk about sports. We may talk about video games. We may have some political discussion. It's untelling what you might hear on red light. And really, I think this is a show for just about anybody. Because, I mean, like you said, politics, video games, I mean... Before we even got on here, you wanted the intro of the show to be I Come Blood from Cannibal Corpse. So we even got yes, a little Cannibal Corpse up in here. So if you're into deathcore, this is also the place to be. But, Jimmy, you want to kind of introduce yourself and tell maybe if we have an audience, maybe we have one person. Maybe we don't have anybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> Just tell them about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Jimmy Harrison. I reside in South Central Kentucky. I work in the construction industry, but on a side of it that does not involve hammers, nails, screwdrivers, or anything practical like that, I basically am a professional colorer slash problem solver. Um, so basically, I... <laughs> you're, like, you're like if Andy Warhol worked in construction. Yes, if Andy Warhol worked in construction, it would be me. I uh, have a his- have a degree in history, so that might come into play a time or two, depending on the topic. And uh, I mean, I love history, but like, you're gonna school me in history because you're just <laughs> you're like the Treaty of Versailles was almost a built was <laughs> was written in the year what what year was it written in? It was uh 1917, the end of World War One. Okay, so there we go. Uh, you can normally find me hanging out at home when I'm not at work with my dog and sometimes my wife when she is not working. Uh, she is a nurse, so she does something far more valuable than I do by many, hey, many hey, a long shot. Listen, listen, she may save people, but you color. That's true, and that's almost as valuable to uh, the human race. So I guess I'll kind of get into myself a little bit. I'm Drew Page. Uh, I guess I'll be, I'll talk the lingo of Jimmy. Uh, I reside in Lexington, Kentucky. Me and Jimmy are about two hours apart. 
Um, we we met. We used to work together at at the school that he went to, and got those some wild times. Those were some wild times. Drew used to beat my ass in baseball. Uh, MLB the show. Honestly, I was really hoping that you were going to finish that sentence with anything because I was full on ready to hear. Drew used to beat my ass. Just in general, it was it was a whirlwind relationship from the beginning. Which had been very weird because the people don't that people that don't know me, I'm five foot six, one hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> I'm not much bigger, but um, I don't color for a living. I am a phlebotomist, and I've had people ask me what a phlebotomist is, which is really weird because, like, you know, it's not that hard. Like I thought that was one that most people knew that they just kind of were like, oh, that's the person that draws your blood. Um. No, when I used to work at the the blood center here in town, legitimately, while I was sticking somebody, or no, when I was screening someone, uh, they asked me if um, I was going to stick someone. I was like, I'm not a phlebotomist just yet. And they're like, what's that? (laughs) Context clues. But I'm a phlebotomist here in town at one of the hospitals. Um, I don't do shit. Not, I do shit at work, but like I come home, I'm tired. I want to spend time with my fiance, Tristan. She's a CT tech. So we're like, you know, we're dealing with COVID, which has been a lot, real, a lot of stress on us right now. Hashtag frontline heroes. Hashtag give me that hazard pay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, I'm also considered an essential worker right now. Uh, somehow. Yeah, you're considered essential, but then you also got your entire company shut down for like two weeks. Okay, so to explain what happened there, uh, my wife and I had just gotten back from a vacation in London, England on March 7th. And for all of you who may or may not be listening, you will recognize (laughs) that March 7th in the United States is about the time that shit really hit the fan with COVID-19. So I got back, uh, went to work for a week. I was fine. I started to get a little sick, uh, low grade fever, barking cough. And I went to the doctor. I got tested for COVID-19. I believe I was the first person in the County that I live in to be tested Way to go. Good feet there. Oh, it was great. And it took nine days to get my results back because there was really no testing infrastructure at the time. And in the time that I was awaiting my results, my entire company was just kicking it. (laughs) So I like like to say I gave my coworkers um, a paid vacation because that makes me feel better about it. Literally, I got a Snapchat from you, like, that day, being like, oh, getting tested for COVID. Three days later, well, I got the company shut down for a couple weeks. It was uh, it was a good time, but we're back in operation. Everything's good. I did not have COVID-19. I mean, as far as we know, you, could have, as... literally, you could have literally had it and just, like, been done with it because the test took so long. I mean, possibly, and it was... Not bad, what I had at least, you know, but I'm also 
I'm 26 years old, otherwise healthy. So I'm not really in that group that gets hit hard by it. And of course, my wife being a nurse, um, she was also stuck at home with me while I awaited my testing. And that is the greatest trial of our nearly four-year-long marriage thus far. You know, I want to give a shout-out to Ashley. Ashley, I love you. I'm sorry that you hate me. (laughs) Me and Jimmy have a very special relationship. Jimmy is my best friend, and we send a lot of um, really stupid texts to each other, and there have been multiple times where, you know, I'll send... I'll send, oh, baby, I want to fuck you tonight or something like that, or I can't wait to, to drill that asshole. And she'll pick up his phone, and she's just like, Drew text you. <laughs> and it's usually something like that. Um, that, a lot of memes, a ton of memes. So many actually. memes. Well, Jimmy, I actually got a subject that I kind of want to get into tonight, and it's okay. it's, st- it's statewide, and it actually is like, because it was really funny because it was trending on Twitter. Oh, Lord. Okay. And it was the, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher his name, but it was, uh, I think it's uh, Olivier, Olivier Saul, Saar. Yes. Just yes. transferred to Kentucky. The Wake Forest transfer. Yeah. Now, did you see where um, the coach, the new coach at Wake Forest, Steve Forbes, had taken shots at Kentucky? I did. He was saying things like, why would you spend, three years pursuing a degree at Wake Forest and putting in all that work only to leave and get a degree at a place like Kentucky. And that kind of chaps my butt a little bit. Oh, does it chap your butt? It chaps it. And I just, I don't appreciate the, um, the elitism. The, the good old elitism of, uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yes, I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate the uh, the Demon Deacons head coach taking a shot at us like that. And you know what? You know, you know, you know what? We know what a fucking wildcat is, but what is a Demon Deacon? I don't know. I think it's the Protestant version of a sexually assaulting <laughs> priest. But it also looks like if the Monopoly Man was in a very bad mood. It looks like if the Monopoly Man was ready to throw hands, uh, the game, much like his hands, is rated E for everybody. Listen, just because we're talking about Monopoly Man now, I want to say that me and Tristan bought Star Wars Monopoly. We played it one time, and I honestly thought that she might kill me (laughs) because I I won. It was going to ruin the entire relationship. Okay. Back, Tristan is very competitive. Oh, God. <laughs> so she would not take the losing very well. Um, I, pl- I played Cards Against Humanity with uh, Drew and Tristan and Ashley once. And Tristan was not a fan when her card was not the one picked. <laughs> Took it as a personal uh, slight. I mean... That's nothing compared to when we play Rocket League. Okay, so a little backstory. Um, Drew and I play video games together a lot. Like, when we're done recording, that's probably what we're going to do for the next too many hours. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I might also go get some Taco Bell, but besides that, you know. I'm surprised it's not Wendy's. Listen, fuck you. <laughs> Wendy's is a national treasure and should be preserved at all costs, and I'm tired of this elitism. Drew loves Wendy's, and hopefully Wendy's will sponsor us. Listen, Wendy's, I love you. I love you. And uh, the two games that Drew and I play together the most are Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege and Rocket League. And then if you're unfamiliar with Rocket League, it's basically car soccer. And, and I want to give a I want to give a quick shout out to Players Unknown Battleground because we played that for a little bit and then Jimmy stopped playing because he realized that uh you know, nothing worked. The game was broken. Sometimes it wouldn't load. Sometimes it would load right when you land and you're stuck inside <laughs> of a kitchen counter. <laughs> uh, you literally can't get out. That happened to me one time. That was super cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, but Tristan and I will play Rocket League together from time to time. And she will absolutely flame me if I whiff on a save or a shot. So she's very also, she's very competitive. Tristan, if you're listening, if you're our only listener right now, I love you so much. This is not taking shots at you. Oh no, not at all. Tristan is wonderful. She's a great teammate. She's just got that competitive edge. But I guess back to the whole topic is that I mean it was a weird I've never in my life, I've seen Kentucky play Wake Forest one time in basketball my entire life. And I think we beat them about like 45. And just, I thought that would be the last time I'd ever think "Hmm, Kentucky Wake Forest would be in the news. Um, I'm going to do a little opposition research while we are in this topic. I'm going to look up Steve Forbes and see where he went to school at. Uh, he went to, like, southwest Arkansas, is all I'm saying. I don't even think that's a joke. Southwestern Arkansas. Let's see here. I'm going to look up Steve Forbes. Okay, uh, Steve Forbes is also the name of the guy who publishes Forbes. So you got to Google Steve Forbes Awake Forest because this clown <laughs> can't even have an original name. Wow. And I really, say that, I say that as someone who is named after, or not named after, but shares a name with um, a a very aggressive former NFL linebacker. Yes. He oh went, yeah, I, f- I forgot about James Harrison. Yes, he went to Southern Arkansas University. Oh their, my god, I was so close. Their acceptance rate is 69%. Nice. That's oh, that's god so nice. And their graduation rate is 32%. Let's see what the University of Kentucky's is. The University Let's, of Kentucky's graduation rate is 61%. Wow, it's almost like Everybody's really good there. And the acceptance rate is actually 96%, but it is a, you know, it's a state school, so yeah, it'd be I like mean, that sometimes. A, I mean, it would be really weird if a state school's exception rate was uh, like MIT. Yeah, that would be kind of destroy the purpose of a state school. Uh, MIT's acceptance rate is 
Yeah, me and Tristan got into a whole discussion last night. I lost a dollar on a bet to her because oh. I, I, I told her that I thought that MIT was going to have a nursing program, and I was wrong. Well, about betting, Drew has uh, gotten a streak where he will bet anyone anything, apparently. He'll bet on Korean basketball. Uh, yeah, I, I bet on the Democratic uh, debate one time. It was fr- – listen, t- in my own – it was free. It was a free bet, but I bet like three times on it. And not well, unfortunately, one of the one of the bets was not will Joe Biden sniff a child during the debate. <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, there was no there there weren't any children. And that's that's what Grandpa Joe said as well. Unfortunately, there are no children here. Uh but, like, this whole Wake Forest, Kentucky thing is just – it's an odd saga because the funniest thing that I've seen out of it is um, the, like, talk show host for Wake Forest started taking shots with Matt Jones. Oh, Matt Jones is a Kentucky sports radio – well, the the host and creator of Kentucky sports radio, but a popular uh, Kentucky sports journalism figure and you can look him up on twitter at matt jones (laughs) (laughs) but uh to to get all even get off that subject but still stay on the sports subject like louisville just got handed down allegations uh a couple of level one allegations and then kansas just got hit with allegations did you see that oh what did kansas get hit with perry ellis is 73 years of eligibility uh, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. I haven't read into it completely because it was like when it first happened. But from what I've seen, they've been hit with five level one allegations. Oh, wow. Let's see. I'm going to open an article here. Let's look. They are charged with. Oh, wow. Bill Self could be hit with a show cause order and suspended. Oh, damn. Uh, they're also charged with two level two violations and one level three violation related to the football program. And if you're familiar with college football, the fact that Kansas did anything to potentially get a uh, a violation for their football team is kind of hilarious did, because did did Les Miles like make one of his players bring him extra grass and that was just a, that was a level three violation it was uh actually the former coach david Beatty, apparently you know i'm i'm gonna be honest that just sounds like every generic white name in baseball generic white guy with the beard generic white guy with the beard let's see they are alleging that tj gasnola was in a pay-for-play scheme which that's actually been confirmed. And that was with Adidas. Oh, Adidas. And let's see. There has been, it seems to be the biggest issue is a, what is called a lack of institutional control. And Bill Self is charged with head coach responsibility violations because ultimately what happens with the team is his responsibility. He is the head coach, and he's paid quite a lot of money to make sure that they aren't 
screwing up. Uh, I just want to ask, though, did he have strippers like Ricky P? I can neither deny nor confirm that Bill Sell used his $7.15 million salary to pay for strippers for his team, nor can I confirm nor deny that he paid for an abortion in an Italian restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> Listen, if we could get Rick Patino on here as a guest, first off, it would surprise the shit out of me because it'd be really weird. Well, but let, let me holler at uh, Iona. You think I could message him on Twitter and be like, hey, we want to interview you for this this podcast. <laughs> it's brand new. Brand new startup podcast. We're Kentucky fans. We'll we'll treat you okay. We'll treat you good. We'll remember the what you gave us in the good years. So 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 Richard. Oh God. Oh, this is wild. Sport. I miss sports, man. I miss sports too. I hate that the most exciting sports moment I've had recently is watching Roger Goodell sit in his comfy chair in his basement during the NFL draft. Listen, Roger Goodell sitting in that chair looked like if you ate thirds for Thanksgiving and you were about to die. Thirds that, uh, and some of those thirds were edibles. You had some sweet potato pie edibles. All he sounded like was, and with this pick, uh, the Eagles, oh, Jalen Hurts. Oh, Roger Goodell. He does, Man. though. I've got to give him credit. He loves the booze. Not alcohol, but maybe he does. But the actual I mean, booze. I, no, I mean, if I was Roger Goodell, I would love the booze, too. Probably. Man, you want to transition to a little politics? Yeah, let's talk about something. Um, and just as, a, uh, as an aside, this isn't going to be, like, a lot of political discussions. On podcasts where it's basically both people talking and um, masturbating each other because they have the exact same views, Drew and I actually do disagree somewhat. Yeah. So and like it'll be different. It, and in the context of like, I am a very like liberal person. Like I'm straight up. People will call me. I've been called a libtard as many times as I can count. He had a a truck for prison sticker on his truck that someone tore off. My very first day at work. (laughs) At the hospital. Um, And I would probably call myself mostly a conservative with some liberal slant. Like, if you are 0 to 100 and 50 is center and 0 is ultra-conservative, you're I'm sixty nine. I'm I'm probably <laughs> I'm probably about forty eight and a half. That seems fair. So I'm I'm much more towards the center. But what political discussion would you like to have? You know, I kind of want to get into the. I want to get your thoughts on the five G thing. Okay. All right. I don't hit, believe... Hit me with them rabbit holes. Hit you with them rabbit holes. I don't believe that 5G is some evil technology put up by the global elites funded by George Soros to weaken our immune systems and weaken our environment and 
start killing us off to drive us towards some, you know, communist revolution where we're all yeah, going to get microchips. I never got my Soros bucks. Yeah, Drew's still waiting on a Soros bucks. Um, but you know what he did get? Trump bucks. I did get Trump bucks. And then I also got an email from uh, fucking Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Yes, keep in mind, it's really weird because Drew does not and has never lived in the state of South Carolina, which no, is uh, where I've Lindsey not, Graham's Senate seat is at. I've never, I've been to South Carolina twice and it was Myrtle Beach. <laughs> um, I spent 10 weeks, 11 weeks total in South Carolina uh, at Fort Jackson for basic training. And I never want to go back to that state again because fire ants control it. Everyone in South Carolina is a fire ant. Lindsey Graham also, is a fire ant. Also, I'm just going to throw out, I hate the Gamecocks. Yeah. Pretty cool, though, that uh, their most recent, or not most recent, but two classes ago, senior class, never beat Kentucky in football. I know, right? This is what it's like to be a Kentucky fan. We get little victories. With little victories, and we enjoy them in football because... Those are the only ones we're getting, with the exception of Benny Snell and Lynn Bowden. So I'm kind of I'm going to kind of piggyback off of you here, because I think on this first thing we're going to kind of agree. Okay. On the five G, did you finish your thing? I don't even I don't know. Did you finish? Did you finish your whole explanation? Not really. I mean, my thought okay, is just yeah. that we don't quite. I don't think we know enough about it and it is really strange to me that two of the first places to really test out 5g being wuhan china and regions of northern italy were seemingly the hardest hit with covid19 obviously i'm not a doctor or a scientist and i don't quite understand how any of that works and you color i color (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and correlation is not causation, but it just seems like a very strange yeah. uh, correlation to me is all. And there are some very strange videos out there because I like to go down the YouTube and BitChute rabbit holes. Uh, BitChute is like YouTube before YouTube got cucked. I've literally never heard of BitChute in my life. BitChute is like... Like, when YouTube could have anything, when you could get on YouTube and, like, look at, like, conspiracies and Nazi videos and titties, like, all in the same night. shoots like that. Like, they don't censor anything. So you can literally listen um, to someone talk about whatever on BitChute. Not even gonna lie. You just get, you just remind me of one of my greatest memories of all time. <laughs> okay, how did Nazis, conspiracy theories, and titties remind you of well, such a good memory? Well, it was just the titties part. Okay, that's fair. And um, I I remember when I was young, me and my cousin and one of my friends, we had this tradition of like, we'd do this big sleepover, like we did like a couple of years in a row. And you know, when you get to the, like that age, you're like, dude, like I've never watched porn, but I want to watch porn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think we thought that like Googling it was the easiest way. So we got on YouTube and just typed in porn. Oh, wow. Nothing come came up, but we did find some pretty sick polar bear videos. I'm really confused about how you YouTubed porn and wound up with polar bear videos. 
I don't know. I think we just went went back to playing Halo. That's fair. Did you have a LAN party? Uh, no, we just played on one TV. So it was just like you know like, the little cubes. Everybody was cheating. Like I was getting shot in the dick a lot. Like quintuple split screen, and everyone is just stream sniping. Hell yeah. Okay, so what was Those, your um, your point that you believe we may agree on? So I think we kind of agree a little bit that I definitely don't think that 5G is set up by the globalist elitists that are turning the world into the new world order, any, you know, shit like that that I see on Facebook all the time and I end up arguing with people on the comment section because I am that person. Um. I think that 5G, like any tower, we have so many towers yes, in this world. we do. It's going to give off radiation. I don't think it gives off the radiation that people think it is. I don't think it's making everybody like visibly sick. But like I can understand the, the skepticism of it at the same time. I just, I think it's good to ask questions. I think that far too often... Um, people don't want to ask questions. They just want to, they hear, you know, whatever they hear on the news or on the internet from someone with a blue check mark on Twitter or whoever the newest Instagram influencer is. And they hear it from them and they take it as gospel. And I just think yeah, it's good. I mean, and it's good to ask questions. You want to figure stuff out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love people asking questions. And this is, I mean, this is coming from somebody who has a literal degree in broadcasting media, like digital media. My cat Pippin is going crazy at the wall right now. Pippin is the one who, if any cat is going crazy during any recording, it's, it's Pippin 99.9% of the time. Uh, he but like, <laughs> I love when people ask questions. I just, what annoys me so much is like what you said. I hate when people see something and they don't think to themselves, hey, I can research this. Right? It's almost, it's kind of fascinating that literally in all of our pockets, the thing that we're both using to record this right now, cell phones, you have access to practically all of human knowledge but very few people use it yeah i mean i think it just comes down to that we're all fucking idiots <laughs> it really do be like that sometimes man i think that's about all i got in me for this episode okay yeah, it's just a good start off chat. Just see how it goes. But I do want to give I, would, I want to give a sh- uh, one shout out. Okay, one more or, or I guess two more shout outs. First shout out, just want to shout out Tristan. Tristan, if you're listening, you're probably already bored because you hate podcasts. <laughs> but I love you, and I can't wait to marry you. <laughs> two, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and you know. I don't know if anybody's actually listening to this. You know, we may, we might have people, we might not. This is just fun for us because we love this. Something that seemed like fun just to talk and get ideas out there. But like, like I said, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I know that me and you have both had our struggles with mental health, mental health. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean severely. And, you know, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that is actually struggling with mental health right now. I've been there. You've got this. And, you know, I'm, I'm a nobody. Like, I think I have 200 followers on Twitter and most of them are like, go big blue accounts. You can find them on but, Twitter at Andy Bashir said I can't come over. Listen, that is my name on Twitter. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Andy Bashir is the governor of Kentucky. Um, you might know him as Daddy if you're I, if you're outside I the know state. That, I know him as Andy Bashir. Andy so. Bashir, Uncle Andy, Papa Andy. But just a big, you know, just a shout out to everybody that has struggled with mental health that hasn't said anything about it or that has said anything about it. I mean, I think it's just the thing that we, even in 2020, is still stigmatized and I think still needs to be talked about more than it has been. Absolutely. It needs to be discussed openly, just like you would openly discuss with your doctor if you broke your leg or, you know, we're having crazy headaches or something physical. It it deserves just as much attention. I don't have any shout outs, but I'm just going to say stay in school. And don't smoke heroin or inject heroin. Don't do heroin. Yes, um, I'm going to say don't do heroin because it's kind of illegal and it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I'll say that it's illegal, but don't don't not or don't not do it because it's illegal, because laws are only a social construct that we agree to play by. Just don't do it because you might die (laughs) and. That's not really. And then cool. you can't. And then you won't be able to listen to this podcast anymore. Exactly. So don't do heroin. So you can keep on listening. And that's that's all I got to say. Well, you know what? I'll see you here in a few minutes, Jimmy. Up on Xbox. All right. Absolutely. I'll catch you in a minute. Hey guys, thanks for thanks for listening to the Red Lot. Thank you all. Have a good one. See. You.